Hello, metal fans, and welcome back to another episode of Metalhead Mania. Joined by your boy Jay, of course. And we're right back at it, man. We're right back fucking at it, man. I'm not going anywhere. And I just want to say, guys, um, shit, it's been a long day, man. But I had to give you guys something to, you know, go to sleep to. So that's what I fucking do, right? So uh, the first thing I actually want to talk about, guys, I don't know if you've heard about this, but apparently... A fucking asteroid is supposed to hit the Earth. <laughs> so, um, I was actually reading an article about it. It's actually scheduled to hit, coincidentally, right? Literally right before the election day. Now, if that isn't some fucked up shit, I don't know what is. Uh, apparently, the asteroid is 6.5 inches. Um... I guess they're saying in space that's equivalent to the size of a fucking fridge. Uh, And it's supposed to hit the Earth, guys. Yeah, it's literally supposed to hit the Earth. So uh, stay tuned on that. Uh, I don't know. I'm pretty sure NASA will be able to project where it's actually going to land. And um, hopefully it's not going to hit the U.S. Uh, Apparently, you know, if it's only 6.5 inches... Um, it can only cover so much ground, therefore it may not touch the U.S. at all, um, or any of the Western region uh, for that. So uh, definitely look out for that. That's some bullshit, man. You know, a fucking asteroid hitting us. Uh, so hopefully that does not happen. Um, and if it does hit the U.S., shit, I'm gonna find an underground bunker. Fuck that shit. You know what I'm saying? You know, or uh, fucking go to a different country or something, man. But that shit is fucking gnarly, mate. But let's get right into it, man. Let's get into it. Let's get into our metal talk for sure, man. So on this part, I wanted to discuss uh, with you guys uh, the best songs of 2020 uh, thus far. Of course, we have a few really good ones. Um, So I've actually numbed it down to uh, my awards for the best song of 2020 thus far. Um, Obviously, we're halfway through the year, uh, which means that, you know, we're almost there. So I felt like it was, you know, a perfect time, a perfect storm to go ahead and uh, nominate and uh, assign a winner to the best song of 2020, um, as well as... We will also be doing the best album thus far of 2020, which I'm sure will be very interesting. And of course, guys, you know, like I said, I cover everything, you know, uh, you know, anything hardcore, um, heavy metal as well. um, You know, even Marilyn Manson, you know, all that type of stuff. So uh, if you see some albums that are a little bit softer and then you see some albums that are really you know extreme albums they don't be surprised because i actually cover uh, so much rock and hardcore music that you know sometimes you're gonna have that and uh, i created the pod because i know there's a shit ton of people that are just like me that listen to you know various amounts of you know hardcore music in general so 
So, yeah, I, I pretty much cover it all, and uh, we're going to see. Uh, and again, guys, I'm going to be leaving the voicemail link down below, um, so you can always check that out. Uh, but we're going to start off with, let's see, we're going to start off with the uh, best singles uh, slash songs so far of 2020. Um, I'm sure uh, you guys have your uh, opinions on that. And like I said, you know, there's been some pretty good songs so far. Uh, but in my opinion, I had to numb the list down. And right now, the nominees for the best song of 2020 are Chelsea Grant, Bleeding Sun, Sleeping with Sirens, Talking to Myself, Make Them Suffer, Bones, August Burns Red, Blood Letter. Fucking Ad and Victim, See You in Hell. Mushroom Head, The Heresy. Paradise Lost, Ghost. Or Carry the Weight, which is a cross uh, breed song with Fit for an Autopsy and also We Came as Romans. So, I think it's a pretty gnarly list. Um, some really good songs. A lot of different uh, mixes in between there. Uh, cross genres and things like that. But if I had to say it was one. Drum roll, please. <laughs> I would have to go with... I went with Blood Letter by August Burns Red. I mean, it's a phenomenal song. Uh, the album was a little disappointing to me overall because I expected a little bit more from August Burns Red. But August Burns Red has been around for so long. They've done so much. You know, they're they're iconic. <laughs> you know, they're just one of those bands that pretty much, you know, they don't have shit else to prove, you know. But, um... You know, they continue to release these great singles like Blood Letter, man. And it just lets you know that they still have many more albums to give. Um, I would like a more complete album, a more thorough album through and through. But, uh, you know, I'm not going to complain or hate uh, with these singles that they are releasing and, and albums as well. But, uh, yeah, I went with Blood Letter. Very hardcore song. Uh, the pace is great. It's typical August Burns Red. You know, it's thick and through. You know, dry cut. <laughs> you know, Chick-fil-A honey roasted barbecue sauce. It's all that shit, man. It's a very, very tasteful song. And, you know, that's just the, that's just the song that I had to go with. I'll be interested to know what songs you guys think uh, will not only be nominees, but also... It would be your favorite song of 2020 so far. Uh, but yeah, absolutely. Those are my uh, choices right now. And uh, yeah, it's been a pretty good year, man. It's been a pretty good year so far. Um, I can already tell, uh, being that we are halfway through the year, that this year is definitely not going to be like 2019. 
But as we've already discussed in previous pods, shit, it's gonna it's gonna be really fucking hard to be like 2019. As I stated before, and I'll say it again, 2019 was one of the best overall years in general uh, for the hardcore scene. I mean, fucking bands that aren't even relatively popular, aren't even very known, which I could have rambled on, you know, on numerous occasions, you know, but they're not really known. But there's been a lot of, you know, bands that aren't very popular that released so much great music in 2019. And uh, I'm just not seeing it this year. I'm not seeing a whole lot this year, Um, specifically from the album standpoint. But in regards to singles, I am seeing a a lot of good singles. So, I mean, you got to take the good with the bad. Can't really complain. You know, it's just really hard to duplicate a year like 2019. I compare 2019 to years like 2013, 2014, 2010. Oh, my gosh. What a fucking year. That That's the year when Attack Attack was still fucking good. You know, before all that bullshit happened and fucking Caleb Shomo became the lead fucking singer, which absolutely destroyed that band, completely obliterated that band, which around that time was my favorite band. I mean, you talk about great albums, you talk about potential, Attack Attack, man. I know a lot of you guys have to know them. They literally, man, they were the best band at one point, in my opinion, you know? Uh, And to be honest, in my opinion, you know, their album, Attack, Attack, not the reissue version, because the reissue version, that's with Pick a Side and all those songs with fucking Caleb Shomo leading it. But just that original album that came out in 2010, dude with fucking sexual man chocolate just fucking that name alone you know the song's gonna be fucking incredible because you can't name a song sexual man chocolate and suck i mean you just can't do that that shit would be fucking crazy renob nevada i swear i'll change shut your mouth a for andrew smoke ac 130 my personal favorite fumbles o'brien Turbo Swag, Lonely, dude, that fucking album, man, that album, it's just an all-time great album, you know what I mean, it's just, it's an all-time great album, you know, not necessarily one of the pioneers of Crabcore, Attack Attack, but definitely the greatest Crabcore album of all time, and I'm not debating that with anyone, you're, you're, you're not debating me with that, if you come up to me and you want to fucking debate who had the greatest Crabcore album of all time. I'm going to slap you in your shit. I'm going to say we're not debating. I'm going to kick you in your balls. And I'm going to go my way. And you're not going to go anywhere. Because you're going to be fucking sitting down. Grabbing your little shits. And not doing a fucking thing. Because that album was the greatest fucking album of all fucking time. Okay? So there's no fucking debate. That album is the greatest Crabcore album of all time, guys, period. But yeah, man, shit, I'm always end up talking about 2019, man, because it was just such a great year. And uh, shout out to Glasslands. I went to go see those guys 
2019. Their song, Mr. Creeps, man, that song, that song will give your girlfriend the creeps, trust me. It's fucking phenomenal. Uh, But moving on here, shout out to uh, Sleeping With Sirens as well. Almost wanted to uh, go with their song, Talking To Myself. I mean, that song is pretty phenomenal in itself. I mean, it's just amazing how far Sleeping With Sirens has come. You know, they've been around, seems like fucking forever, you know, and they're still going. And, you know, I can really appreciate that shit, man, because they're one of the first bands I started out with. Of course, uh, when my friend Jeremy first introduced me to uh, harder music, because at one point I only liked rock. And then all of a sudden I start listening to fucking hard music. And it was the greatest decision I ever made in my fucking life. And I'm sure it's the greatest decision you guys made in your fucking life as well. And don't debate me. I don't want to hear anything otherwise because that's just a fact. And there's nothing to fucking say because it is a straight fact. <laughs> now, moving on here. But yeah, um, but yeah, again, man, Sleeping With Sirens. I talk about the year 2010 and 11. And, uh, you know, they came out with, with ears to see and eyes to hear. Man, that album was so great. If I'm James Dean, you're uh, do that. <laughs> man, they had just classic songs, man. And, you know, I'm going to do a podcast uh, pretty soon, man, where we're going to give our roses to some of these, you know, albums that pretty much paved the way for some of us to even be in hardcore. And let's not forget about Breathe Carolina, the (laughs) the fucking duo that fucking does EDM with screams that had a lot to do with getting me into metal as well. I don't know about you guys, but I don't know if you've ever heard Breathe Carolina before, but if you haven't, you better stop what you're doing right fucking now. You better go listen to them. And I'm not talking about to any of their newer stuff right off, right off the bat. Even though they got some good stuff, but nah, fuck that. Go back to 2008, 2009. Go back to that Breathe Carolina because they were fucking savages. No pun intended, because they have an album called Savages. Shut the fuck up. I don't want to hear anything. <laughs> but yeah, man, that they're just fucking phenomenal. I, I really like the Breathe Carolina. Uh, listening to that album, Hello Fascination, man. It just sometimes... I listened to it the other day, and it just kind of gave me chills, man. You know, listening to something that helped get you into this scene, man. It's, it, it's, it's fucking incredible quite honestly Uh, but before we go into the best uh, albums of 2020 uh, I do want to just discuss uh, We Came As Romans and I want to discuss We Came As Romans because you know God bless his soul, uh, Kyle Pavone, if you believe in God, of course. Uh, But that guy, man, you know, he helped pave the way for me wanting 
to listen to metal too. And like I said, guys, you know, you, you got to give the roses, man. I mean, unfortunately, I was never able to meet Kyle Pavone. You know, that really fucking sucks. Sucks really bad. Wish I could have met him. Never got the chance and uh, kind of sucks, man. Because, you know, I, I go to a lot of shows, especially when I can. You know, whenever uh, bands that I really like come around, I'm definitely going to go to those shows, man. You're definitely going to see me in that shit. And, uh, you know, it sucks that, I, you know, for some reason I never went to go see uh, We Came as Romans for whatever reason. Um, It may have been timing, you know, school, because I was in high school, you know, like 2011, 2012 and shit. And that was pretty much around that time. That was the height of We Came as Romans. Now, don't get me wrong. the, The greatest album they've ever made came out in 2009 However, they did come out with a deluxe version of that, which is To Plant a Seed, which came out in 2012. Of course, some people would argue. um, I wouldn't argue it, but it's a fair argument. Some people would argue that understanding what we've grown to be is actually a even more metal album, which if you guys don't know by now, I use metal as a verb. But, yeah, some people may think that understanding what we've grown to be is actually a better metal album. Which is, you know, like I said, I'll listen to that argument. You're going to have to really bring it, though. Because uh, once I, you know, show the songs that are fucking badass onto Planet Seed, I don't know how you're going to really combat those songs. You know, but I do understand, you know, they have misunderstanding what I wish I never had, everything is planned, you know, just keep breathing is my personal favorite, understanding what we've grown, I mean, yeah, it's it's a really good album, it's definitely a good album, it's definitely a good album, can't, can't hate on it, can't hate on it, it's borderline great, I don't, I wouldn't necessarily go as far as great, you guys know I go by the five star scale, if I was scaling that album, I would probably give it a four. You know, so you can't be great unless you're five. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but that's the way I gotta go. To plant a seed, on the other hand, fucking five star. We don't even have to get into these specific songs, but fucking five star. But yes, so another reason why I wanted to discuss Kyle Pavone in particular. It's because I just wanted to really point out that, you know, it came out that he had addiction issues, right? And, you know, that really sucks, right? You know, mental health is a real serious thing. I mean, it's with anyone. I mean, I don't care if you're in a band, if you're an athlete. People all around the world have mental health issues. I mean, granted, I believe probably in some form or fashion, maybe it's about 40% of people in the world have some type of mental issue. You know what I mean? Uh, You know, eventually you can get over it. Eventually, 
you know, and unfortunately some people have to medicate their entire life to get over their mental, uh, you know, health issues. Uh, me, for example, you know, I have uh, moderate to severe anxiety, which seems like something I'm going to be having to deal with for the rest of my life, and I have to take medication for it. And if I don't, uh, every time I drive, it's going to feel like fucking I'm in a war zone and a bunch of cars are trying to trap me. And I'm going to do what I have done in the past, which is ram a car from the back and fucking drive away because I thought that that car was going to pull a bazooka out on me. So, (laughs) yeah, the anxiety can get pretty fucking out of hand. So, look, man, you know, people deal with uh, mental health issues sometimes, which can lead to addiction issues and things like that. It's very sad that we lost uh, one of what I would consider the great clean vocalists, uh, no doubt about it, and just one of the great artists of our generation, uh, Kyle Pavone. We miss you, man. We wish you were fucking here. You were definitely fucking metal, even though you sung clean vocals. And, uh, you know, I fucking miss you, man, you know. I know how great you guys sound used to used to be and man you guys have so much potential. I didn't really like the last album, but you know, you guys had a lot of potential, man, and what you meant to the band was pretty much priceless because you did so much whether it was programming, synthesizing, keyboards, the vocals, I'm pretty sure you did a lot of the arrangements and, you know, the lyrical content. You were just a savage, man. So, you know, people make people like you make me realize that, you know, like even when I'm fucking tired as fuck, uh, I should still continue to do my fucking podcast. I should still continue to help uh, run my sister's business, even though I got a day job, you know. So it's still something that, you know motivates me and make me realize that I can wear many different hats, you know. I don't I don't have to just have a day job. I can wear many different hats because people like you definitely wore a lot of different hats and uh we appreciate you man. We miss you. And um look guys, being a rock star seems amazing. It seems like it would be a very fun life. It seems like it would be awesome, right? But when you look at people like Kurt Cobain, when you look at people like Kyle Pavone, I just don't really think that they were really in it. You know, like, I just don't think that they were in it, you know. Kurt Cobain, the poor guy. I mean, I, 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 I honestly, I honestly don't think that Kurt Cobain wanted to be a rock star. I think he didn't want the life of a rock star anymore. And I think he felt bad. Sorry, I'm fucking yawning. I think he felt really bad. I think he I think he felt guilty that he wasn't into his music and his life like his fans wanted him to be. And I believe that that drove him 
a bit off the rails, made him very depressed that he was living a life that he didn't want. Because I think Kurt Cobain's one of those guys that he just wanted to make music and live a peaceful life. But I think, you know, he became a rock star and everywhere he went, you know, people was all over him. And I don't think that he liked that side of, you know, his talent of being in a band. And oftentimes, you know, we may not be able to grasp that, but you see it all the time. I mean, you know, if you pay attention, some people don't really like attention. You know, they're just really good at making music. And it just so happens that in the world that we live in, if you make good music, you know, people want to jump all over you. So, rest in power, Kyle Pavone. Rest in power, Kurt Kobe. Now, moving on here. Right along, right along, right along. I want to discuss, and we're still going to get into uh, the best album so far of 2020. Uh, That segment's coming up later. But right now, I wanted to discuss the best. Who do you guys think were the best heavy metal band who do you guys think was the best heavy metal band you know let's let's numb it down out of the four horsemen who is the best heavy metal band who was the best heavy metal band was it Iron Maiden was it Slayer was it Megadeth Or was it Metallica? Now ponder that for a moment because I don't want you to make the wrong decision now, would I? Oh, I forgot. You can't make the wrong decision. Of course it's fucking Megadeth, bro. Of course it's fucking Megadeth. Megadeth is the greatest heavy metal band of all fucking time. And I don't want to hear any argument on this one, okay? I don't want to hear an argument on this one. Hey, Megadeth, they weren't bad for a group of, what, 60-year-olds, I believe. I could be off on that. Uh, But to make that album Dystopia in 2016 was pretty fucking badass, man. It was actually one of my favorite albums of 2016, really fucking brutal man now I will say when it comes to when it comes to merch oh I'm going Slayer all day I used to own so many Slayer vans you know vans Slayer edition to skate with and I still skate but man I used to Man, I used to own so many of those, man, and I don't know, man. I feel like Slayer has the best merch. Slayer, well, no, fuck that. Iron Maiden has the best album covers, I would say. 
I feel like their album covers are iconic. You know, like those, like Ozzy Osbourne's albums, like Ozzy Osbourne album covers, those shits are fucking gnarly. Fucking excuse me. But man, yeah, Ozzy Osbourne's uh, album covers are usually fucking gnarly, man, but man, I tell you, fucking Dystopia was great, man. If you guys have not heard it, please go check it out. It's a really good album. Like I said, it was one of the best albums of that year. And it's a bunch of fucking 60-year-olds doing this, man. They're out playing a lot of these fucking rock bands. I know that for sure. Rock is one of the most dying genres of all time. Like, man, rock is... Man, that genre is, like, done, man. It's all about fucking metal, man. Metalhead mania. But, yeah, man, the threat is real dystopia... Death From Within, Post-American World, which is my personal favorite. Although that's a, it's a close favorite between that and The Emperor. I like really like The Emperor a lot. But yeah, man, really good album. Definitely an album to check out. But man, Cryptic Writings, Hidden Treasures, Killing Is My Business, Peace Sells, Rust in Peace, Super Collider, man. They've... Megadeth has done a lot, man, and uh, definitely want to give them some roses as well. Really like that Megadeth, and uh, yeah, man, they're the greatest heavy metal band of all time. I don't want to hear any argument. I don't. I don't. I don't. One of the greatest. One of the greatest vocalists of all time as well. Shout out Dave Mustaine. Of course, not the greatest though. I mean. I think Ronnie James Dio would have something to say about that. I mean, he did tell you on one of his last songs that he is metal and he'll never die. So, can't really put you above Dio, of course. Uh, Shouts out to Dio. Rest in power, Dio. One of the greatest to ever fucking do it. We love you, Dio. We wish you were here. We know you were a part of Black Sabbath, and like I've already said, Black Sabbath had some of the greatest album covers, of course. And uh, I know many of you are like, man, Dio died because, you know, he did all those drugs and, you know, he was a dumbass when he was younger. Look, guys, it doesn't matter what you do, you're going to fucking die, okay? Okay, it's been two days straight and I've almost died in a car. So (laughs) literally, so I don't want to hear shit about Dio's lifestyle. Dio is fucking legendary and his album covers gives Black Sabbath a run for their fucking money, man. The guy is fucking incredible, man. But I almost wish I was born in that era. But a lot of times, even when I think that, I'm like, I don't really believe that because shit. I don't think there would be any fucking, I don't think Metalcore existed then. So that would have been pretty brutal, man. That would have been pretty brutal. Yeah, it would have been pretty brutal. I think Deathcore and Death Metal and, you know, some other genres that I really like existed, but it wasn't as prevalent. 
know, you had bands like Hypocrisy that came and uh, bands like that, but uh, Death also, uh, the band Death, but yeah, man, I just don't feel like they had enough, though. I don't, I don't think they had enough, man, for me to be in that era. Because I like some real brutal shit at this point. So, But shout out to all the ones that paved the way for us. Of course, my favorite band in particular, Motionless and White. Shout out Marilyn Manson for inspiring Chris Motionless to make a band that, you know, sort of sounds like you, just better. We do appreciate that. We do appreciate that. By the way, Marilyn Manson actually uh, is coming out with a new album. Seems like this guy comes out with a new album every two years now, doesn't it? (laughs) The guy is always coming out with a new fucking album. But nonetheless, uh, he's coming out with a new album. Excited to listen to it. It's going to be interesting to hear uh, if Marilyn Manson has anything left in the gas tank. It's going to be very interesting to see. Because if I'm being honest, even though I have more Marilyn Manson music on my iPhone than any other music, because I have Apple Music, I don't buy my music from iTunes, I use Apple Music. There's, I believe him and Audio Machine is actually tied. I think those two artists carry the the majority, not the majority, but they're the two ones that have the most music. You know, they carry over a gigabyte in music. Because obviously, you know, Marilyn Manson's been making music forever. And Audio Machine just usually releases about three fucking albums per year so that's a whole another story in itself the epic music god he is but yes uh, Marilyn Manson came out with the single We Are Chaos uh, didn't really like it uh, it was really really slow wasn't really that big on it uh, wish it was a little bit more up tempo but Marilyn Manson can make a slow song and it can still be really good. It can still be really good. So, it's all good. Hopefully, that album's better. The album is called. The album is actually called We Are Chaos. And that was the single. Uh, excuse me. And, but yeah, the album's, you know, it has 10 songs on it. So, it's not that deep of an album it's not going to be long-winded but i don't really believe i mean i i liked it the pale emperor it was solid you know deep six you know cupid carries a gun wasn't great but you know it had a few good songs on it but i would say that he hasn't really made a a, a good album since what 2012 uh, with Born Villain. I really liked the Born Villain. Of course, um, I actually think No Reflection is one of the best songs he's ever made. So, But yeah, Marilyn fucking Manson. There he is.
Now moving on here, we're going to go ahead and actually crown who we believe is the 2020 uh, best albums thus far. Uh, this list was a little bit more difficult actually than uh, the best single of 2020, uh, believe it or not, uh, because I, you know, I just felt like the the singles list uh, was pretty heavy at the top. Um, I always knew it was going to be between Bleeding Sun or uh, Talking to Myself or Blood Letter. So to me, they kind of stood out of the pack and, you know, it wasn't very competitive at the top. Uh, now, for, as far as the best album of 2020, I had a little bit more trouble. And again, you know, guys, I'm going to leave the link in the description. Um, if you like to send in uh, your voice, uh, you can uh, voice your opinion. And I'd like to hear it. Uh, but here are your nominees for Jay's top metal slash hardcore albums thus far in 2020. Coming in at number one, we have Like a House on Fire by Asking Alexandria. We have Verminous by The Black Dahlia Murder. Uh, we have Guardians by August Burns Red, of course. Uh, we also have The Forest EP by the one and only fucking behemoth. We also have How to Survive by one of my favorite bands, Make Them Suffer. And last but not least, we do have Immortal by Lorna Shore. Now, like I said, album, you know, it was pretty heavy at, heavy at the top when it comes to the singles. Uh, with these albums, I feel like they're fairly balanced. Um, I didn't really see one out, al- you know, a few albums really sticking out too far ahead of any of the other ones. So it's pretty hard uh, to decide a winner on this. Uh, but so on this one, you know what I'm actually going to do? I'm going to do process of elimination. We're going to go back to fucking second grade. OK, that's exactly what we're going to do. So. The these are the albums that it is not. It is not Guardians by August Burns Red, sadly. I love August Burns Red. I really love Behemoth. I believe The Satanist is actually one of the greatest albums ever made. It's a cult classic album. Probably in my top five albums ever. But a Forest EP did not make the cut. Even though I really do like Evo, that, that's a really fucking good song, along with all the other songs as well. Uh, it is not Ordinary Man, although I'd like it to be, because Ozzy Osbourne is one of my favorite uh, heavy metal icons of all time, one of just a rock star icon in general. The guy's a fucking beast, the guy's a fucking machine. So surprised, actually, that that album was so good. Uh, because, you know, you have a tendency to think that, you know, their music is eventually not going to be good anymore. But, man, like, that album, man, it, it's a really fucking good album. Straight to Hell. Really fucking good song. One of my favorite songs. 
uh, one of my favorite videos of the year also very funny video uh, Ordinary Man was pretty good uh, Under the Graveyard was pretty good um, I really liked it uh, Today is the End that's one of my personal favorite um, It's a Raid actually had to grow on me at first I actually didn't really like it uh, you know featuring Post Malone but eventually it grew on me and it made me realize that Post Malone should just stick to rock I mean in folk music maybe but I don't think he should do hip hop man you might as well just come over here and just be a fucking rock star dude stay metal scary little green and I liked goodbye I really like I mean this is just a really good fucking album I mean I'm just pretty thrilled that Ozzy Osbourne is still fucking doing it man and it's you can't count the guy out, man. You can't count the band out because obviously it's not just Ozzy. But um, you can't count them out, man. You know, whenever you try to count them out, they come back with another banger and just consistency, man. A model of consistency. Just one of those bands that haven't really made any bad albums and just got to applaud them for it, man. He just continues to keep doing it and doing it and doing it, man. Uh, moving on, uh, it is not Like a House on Fire by Ask Alexandru, which unfortunate that's unfortunate for them because, again, Ask Alexandru is one of my favorite bands of all time as well. A band that has... Some of the best albums of all time, in my opinion. Uh, not so much anymore. They had many lineup changes and a lot of different visions over the years. And it's really hurt them as a band. But if I'm being honest with you guys, I mean, Ask Alexandra has not made a good album since 2016. Of course, that's four years ago. Uh, they really uh, pretty bombed on the self-titled album, Asking Alexandria. I believe that was a bomb job. You know, I believe that was pretty poop. Although there are some good songs on it, you know. Am I going to recommend any? I want it to be funny and say no, but actually, <laughs> I actually would recommend I Am One. I believe I Am One is actually probably one of the best songs of 2017 that year. Um, that's a really good song. So I guess even when they bomb, they at least have some type of jewel you can attach to. Because, like I said, they are historically one of the best bands ever. So they got to drop something, right? They got to have some heat, right? Even from Death to Destiny, when that album first came out, I was like, what the fuck's going on, man? Why did they change so much? But they had a few jewels in that one as well. Uh, specifically, Run Free was a really good song, and uh, The Death of Me and all those songs were also pretty solid songs. You know, pretty solid. Of course, not like Reckless and Relentless and Stand Up and Scream, but that's a conversation for another day. 
and in my opinion, The Black was their greatest album they ever made, which I always find to be funny because they <laughs> made that album without Danny, which obviously we can argue is the most beloved member. And it's probably not even close. Shout out Ben Bruce, though. He's the real guy behind everything, right? But moving on. And that just pretty much leads us to two albums. So the greatest album of 2020 has to go to unequivocally shut your fucking mouth. Don't talk shit. Don't debate me. I win. I'm the greatest. It has to go to Immortal. By the one and only Lorna Shore. Lorna Shore, congratulations. You have the best album in the hardcore slash metal scene thus far to this point. I mean, where do we start? There's so many different things to discuss about the album. Uh, itself, but there's <laughs> not enough. There's not enough time, man. I mean, where do we start? I mean, do we start with the self-titled track, "Immortal"? Uh, just a fucking phenomenal song, a great song, a brutal song, a scintillating song. Just one of those songs that just kind of take you somewhere else, man. The the fucking instruments on that song is just fucking remarkable it's hard to get better than that and then they just top it off with death portrait which is just a filthy rag dog slap your mom slap your aunt get your cousin set her on fire get your brother chop his head off fucking get your cousins and fucking get scissors and chop all their toes off dude i don't know man i don't know but fucking Death Portrait is it, man. <laughs> Death Portrait is so fucking nasty, man. I would recommend people not listen to that song if you want to hurt someone. Which leads me to... Which a friend of mine had to point out. Because I'm one of those guys where I may not realize how great a song is. Until someone kind of points me in that direction sometimes. Or sometimes I just have to listen to it multiple times, uh, which, believe it or not, the greatest song of 2019, which won that award, which was Reptile. I actually had to listen to Reptile more than once to realize it was my favorite song ever, (laughs) you know, so. But man, yeah, so Misery System is fucking phenomenal fucking great glad it was pointed to me had to re-listen to it a few times brutal badass slap all your family members go get a truck run over potholes fucking go in the middle of nowhere fucking wrestle a sheriff fucking beat his ass fucking take his boots fucking own the police station then set it on fire in protest (laughs) that's exactly the sequence that you should go about and if you're not trying to go about it that way then you're just a fucking idiot now moving on warpath of disease man one of my personal favorites man 
Oh, man, that song is just so fucking good, dude. Like, it's just so good, man. I mean, Lorna Shorn, they have an ability to mix that orchestra with that deathcore. And I keep reiterating this. That is one of the greatest combinations in all of music, period. I mean... Specifically, if you know how to make them lie in conjunction with each other, you have to be able to mix and match those, man. And if you can fucking pull it off, it's just one of the most beautiful, romantic things ever. I mean, the shit is more romantic than fucking Titanic. I don't give a fuck. I mean, it's just fucking beautiful, man. And... You know, Warpath of Disease, to me, is just a beautiful song. I don't give a fuck what a Miley Cyrus fan thinks. Fuck that. That's what's beautiful, and that's what it is. No argument. But Relentless Torment, Jesus Christ, King of Deception. Man, these songs are, <laughs> these songs are cult classic, man. I really truly believe that this album is actually going to go down as one of the greatest albums ever, man. It, it, it's that good. I mean, it, it's that fucking good. I mean, it's it's an insane album, man. It's an insane album. It's definitely an insane album. And like I said, if you want to hear my picks, my top three picks from this album, you know... So I want to point you guys in the right direction. Maybe you don't have time, so you need my top three picks. And you only got enough time to listen to three Lorna Shorn songs from this album. That's very fucking difficult, but I would have to I would have to start with Immortal. You gotta listen to the to the album title track. I mean, come on now. You just have to. Death Portrait also, just because of how brutal it is. And I'm also going to say it's tough. You can go a lot of different directions with that third one. But I would have to say Warpath of Disease just because of the high-end orchestra. If you guys are into the symphonic sounding of music, then there's no doubt about it. Warpath of Disease is probably your favorite song, if that's the case, to be honest. Like I said, one of the greatest, you know, duos in the music industry, uh, similar to Crabcore, which I put up there as far as adding the electronic uh, with the hardcore element, which many bands fail to do uh, good anyway. Some bands aren't good at it, but obviously some of the better bands at it, Born of Osiris, Chunk, No Captain Chunk. Uh, attack attack back in the day of course and uh the browning as well the browning as well i'm still waiting on the browning to release more music man those guys are fucking badass man the browning also one of those bands that uh, inspired me to really uh, get into metal but guys that's pretty much gonna wrap it up i hate to go but uh, your boy has to get some Z's. So with that being said, I'm going to have to let you guys go. As I say always, stay sick, stay metal, 
And uh, keep on rocking on. Keep on the good fight. Watch out for that fucking asteroid that's coming. Uh, Hopefully, you know, it doesn't hit the Western world. If it does, fucking Aruba or some shit, you guys will be seeing me (laughs) this fucking fall. If I have to come out there. Just know I'm bringing 20 fucking guitars. A couple of headless motherfuckers. You know, and uh, I'm going to be rocking and rolling, man. Shout out Motionless and White. Undead Ahead, too. Go check that song out. Go check out Mr. Creeps. Go check out Saga City by Monuments. Just throwing some bangers out there real quick for you guys. Uh, Also, go check out uh, Dead Man by Glasslands as well. Uh, Go check out, if you guys are into black metal... Uh, another friend of mine recommended this to me. Uh, go check out Fuming Mouth. Uh, go check out Fuming Mouth, man. Just, just go check them out, man. You're gonna see some shit, man. Like Fuming Mouth, man. Those guys are, they're on the the the. the darker side of the spectrum man they're definitely out there man also go check out primitive man they're like a fucking horror movie went metal (laughs) trust me man but uh outside of that guys thank you for uh staying tuned uh thank you for watching my episodes uh we're still growing um there's continual growth so i appreciate everything again i'll be leaving that link uh for voice messages and uh Eventually, you know, we're going to have a guest, uh, might be females. Uh, that's what it's looking like, uh, because I actually have more female rock star friends than guys, believe it or not. Um, but whatever, I'll have to kill them too one day. Right. <laughs> but, uh, that's it for me, guys. Just stay metal and uh, we'll be seeing you again. I'm fucking out.